This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let's talk about uh, this issue here. The South African Office on the Rights of the Child with the, within the Department of Social Development is hosting the African Union Special Rapporteur Stakeholder Engagement on child marriages in Gauteng and the host, of course, they, and, and they're looking at a number of issues there uh, because they are on a mission to conduct monitoring visits on the progress that South Africa has made to end child marriages and harmful cultural practices against children. So we're speaking to the Department of Social Development's Director Responsible for Child Rights Advocacy, David Chabalala. Mr. Chabalala, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Mr. Chow. Okay, and uh, thanks for having me. Thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate your time. So, talk to us about the the, the work now with the the, the UN uh, Special Rapporteur around uh, 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 child marriages. Uh, allow me to begin by giving a very brief background on where we come from as a country. We when we got into more than in nineteen ninety four. Uh, we had to join the global community. We started uh, ratifying the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child. And uh, interestingly so, that was headed by the first democratically elected uh, president, the late Utata Mandela. And uh, subsequently, we ratified the African Charter on the Rights and Welfare of the Child. So, with regard to the a visit by the rapporteur, it's what functions by virtue of we've got an obligation as a country mm. to report to the UN on progress that we have made with regard to uh, children's issues in South Africa. So, yes, they are here. They started engaging mm. uh, from yesterday. Mm. And specifically, the main issue is around child marriages, which South Africa, other parts of South Africa, of course, were experiencing this phenomenon. So, what, yes, yeah. they are here. What is the description of a child marriage? Well, child marriage, uh, in terms of our constitution, we are saying a child is anyone who is uh, under the age of 18. And if it happens that a child got gets married uh, at the age of I'm giving an example, yeah. uh, 12, 13, 14, up until 18. That is what we call child marriage. Mm. And of course, in other manifestation, it will be, you know, forced marriages. I can just uh, zoom into specific uh, scenarios here. Mm. You know, in the Eastern Cape, specifically because I've been there yes. more than once, mm. there's been reports where children were forced forcefully taken mm. and this will be as a result of parents agreeing with whoever as an adult who's been eyeing this small girl mm. and they will take this girl to be the wife of this elderly person so yes that's uh you know uh, simply the mm. definition of child marriage now in terms of its prevalence uh, i i noticed that statistic south africa actually presented stats so what are the stats saying in terms of prevalence of child marriages in South Africa? We, we, we had a presentation from the Department of, uh, I mean, the Statistics South Africa, which, of course, we know is, is the hub of a data collection. Uh, they kind of uh, reported that, uh, even if perhaps I may, be, I may not be very specific, but 
uh, under 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 two fifty, uh, you know, children are found to be, you know, in this uh, setup. And of course, I must also emphasize that because of our advocacy, uh, you know, drive. Mm. Uh, according to uh, statistics of Africa, this has, uh, you know, declined. And of course, we continue to make sure that there's no child that is, you know, exposed to this uh, uh, settlement or, or arrangement. And uh, we normally say one is too many, so we need to be having a zero kind of, uh, no child must be seen in that uh, kind of, a, a, you know, an arrangement. Mm. What needs to be done to actually end child marriages in the country? Thank you very much for that question. Um, normally, there's this phenomenon or a perception that uh, government should make sure that uh, whatever ills that have been done or children are exposed to, it should be government. And one will ask a question as to who is government? I think we need to sit down and define government. It's not only those offices and, you know, duty bearers in the form of officials and politicians. So parents, uh, you know, your, your, your community-based organizations, inclusive of uh, the traditional leadership, uh, the traditional practitioners, or if you like, you call them traditional uh, healers. So in a, in a way, I'm trying to say, we are working very closely in a very intensely with, uh, you know, uh, structures such as, you know, municipalities, your traditional leaders, because it normally happens in the so-called rural areas. Mm. So it's a collective. What I'm trying to say is something that needs to uh, be approached in a collective uh, approach. Mm. And, and it's not an easy one because other communities are attaching this to their traditional practices. I mean... Others will say we grew up being toilet. I mean, toilet meaning, you know, they just take this child without the consent to 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 be joining this particular uh, uh, elderly person. So yes, it's a challenge, mm. but we are working very hard to 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 to, to, to harness our efforts in terms of advocating and and and, and uh, engaging, uh, especially with those communities that are affected. And I can't leave out parents because they are at the forefront. They are the ones in many instances who are really uh, taking part in this uh, phenomenon. Mm. As they go around, uh, maybe how do we compare to other countries on the same issue? Well, I must say without sounding like I'm protecting South Africa, but I had an informal discussion with one of the delegation or the delegates uh, accompanying the rapporteur. Is a gentleman from uh, Uganda. And, uh, we were talking formally, and he, he indicated anecdotally, so to say, South Africa is better off. In other countries, this is very, very, very right. So I can say uh, it's an interesting question where in, we will have to go an extra mile in making sure that we document uh, this uh, that we have received, that South Africa at least is doing something. So... In essence, I'm trying to say South Africa, other countries are, are west of okay. in Africa. In Africa. So at the end of the day, the rapporteur, what, do they collect information and they're going to compile a report? Definitely so. And that, that, that's an interesting thing. And I think let me also respond, it, respond that, to that question in this fashion, mm. that we report to the AU and the UN periodically 
after our reporting, they come up with what they call recommendations or observations. Mm. So whatever things that they are going to be collecting, uh, they will present a report, and uh, the report, more importantly towards the end, will recommend what it is that we need to strengthen. Mm. So it's like an eye-opening exercise, and uh, we, we also are also appreciating the fact that we are learning from their experiences. So they normally uh, recommend uh, after our presentation of report, besides this uh, special report uh, mission. Mm, all right. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Chabalala. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Mr. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.